Welcome to the next episode of Splitting Cases. It's a timely one. I've been waiting for someone to do this subject for a while, and I think we've got your the whole life. You mean my whole life? Uh, we've got the right person because he's super into Batman, and uh, we have just been to see a screening of Batman the Killing Joke, and it also happens to be the day that the new Justice League trailer is out. Hey, hey, Lyndon. Hey, how are we going? Good. Lyndon is the mastermind behind Newcastle Ice Cream Store Talby's. It is pretty much my favourite place in the world to be, and I am here now. I did see your eyes light up as soon as you walked in. Oh, yeah. That's that's just them. That's what they do. Starting with Killing Joke. Thoughts? I very much enjoyed it. I don't know if I was expecting it to go that close as what they did and, you know, breach those boundaries in the animated version. Like I, Yeah. You thought it would be a bit more PG? I did. I was expecting a bit more PG with it. So. I said before, it really stepped Joker up a notch. It definitely did. Is like it's been a while since I've read The Killing Joke and I have only read it once but it's been a while since I've read it okay cool well (laughs) let's see maybe you can confirm in the um, comic though is the Batgirl and Batman thing that's that was that's the, not that's, a thing though. That's, 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 that's they've introduced that, right? Yeah, yeah, that seemed pretty. It seemed pretty random. Yeah. It was like this didn't really seem like it was necessary. Mm. Oh, I think it was more about just to go with the the closeness of Batgirl and Batman's relationship, just to push yeah. it that much more as to why it was such a big deal, not just that. Yeah. They kind, of, they kind of sold that already. Even up until that point, it was kind of like a fatherly Yeah, figure. it turned it from and that into something. And then when it something. went from that, I was like, whoa, that, I did not see that coming. No, I don't think anyone saw that coming. <laughs> Explains why it got weird after. Yeah. And again, like, is the the rape suggested in the comic? Yes. Or it is? Yeah, okay. Because okay. that, that, was, that was pretty dark. That, that was implied. See, and, Joker uh, doing bad stuff doesn't surprise me. That part, I'm like, I'm okay to follow that wherever. Yeah, it's yeah like, was, he's was, mad, he's was, insane. That was that, always that's it. fine. Mm. That was, was where that was where the killing joke was. So, it kind of this is the silver age of comics, you know, like it started to go away with the death of Gwen Stacy mm. um, in Spider Man, and so then from that point, it was these characters started to become real, and you know, with Marvel and DC trying to push those boundaries on each other, it was. You know how far do we take this reality? Mm. And was this was Killing Joke before or after? Well after the well whole um, was it Jason Todd, the Robin that was killed? Was that before or after? It was around the same time. Like, it was a real. It was that real dark period for for Batman. Mm. So because they did that by phone poll or something, didn't they? When yeah. um, when Jason Todd like. It was like something I, I, where... I don't know anything about that. Oh, one. I'm pretty sure that like they were running the series and there was something in it where like the fans got to basically choose whether he lived or died and the fans voted for him to die. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that. It may have been one of the things. So I, I'm not sure about it, so I can't comment on that <laughs> one. Skip right back and we'll move into Killing Joke later on. First getting into Batman comics? I guess the... For, Love of Ninjutsu, like he's a ninja. Above anything else, that's yep. what it comes down to. So, um, 
and it's a great martial art and I think just about every child should do it. <laughs> <laughs> they should all, I think all, every, every kid should have some sort of discipline like that. Moose? Well, mine was pretty much 1989 Tim Burton first Batman because I wasn't much of a comic reader growing up, but watched it pretty early. It was when it came out on video. Must have been early 90s, I was pretty young and watched that religiously at my uncle's place he put it on. He would only put on like the first five minutes of Rocky Horror because it got too weird after that, but he didn't mind me watching anything out of that movie, which is cool. And Nicholson... It explains a lot. Yeah, it explains a lot. <laughs> and yeah, Nicholson, epic joker obviously, and... So... Well, a couple of killing jokes, like nods of the head in the 1989 Batman movie, like with the Joker origin stories, yeah, kind of. Yeah, true. The falling in the vat of yeah. the acid that's yeah. sort of retained. Yeah, except he was, except he was the already, he was already the criminal and... Yeah. Yeah. And the Red Hood part wasn't there. But still, that's a def definitive Batman movie for me. I, th I also remember, like, it, was, it wasn't the first, like it was, for me it was watching the 1960s, like, Batman serial that was on TV, like, with Cesar West. Romero out yeah. of West, and... Um, and I was, used to watch it at my grandparents' house, and then my other set of grandparents gave me Batman 1989. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just taped off TV, so it must have been, like, a year or so, or two years after it came out. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I still would have been quite young. I would have been, I don't know, six or seven. I don't think I was aware of the, um, the Adam West, Cesar Romero Batman until I was a bit older, after the, at least after the first two movies had come out from Burton. It's definitely worth a rewatch. Like, a lot of people, like, pan it, but, like, it's hilarious. If you want to watch it for the jokes, there's plenty of jokes there. I don't know, I Not much martial arts. How, how old I actually feel right now. I'll get off it. Because, you know, I grew up with those TV shows as, you know, that was the afternoon special or yeah. the Saturday morning cartoons type of thing. Mm. So... You know, like for you guys, you had to discover it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like for my kids, they don't have to worry about discovering these things because it's a it's it's a part, fixture in their life. Well, it, it has to be like it's, yeah, you know, like um, even simple things like Fat Albert. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. one of the one of the, these these type of cartoons like they're yeah. they're missing from. Um, today's cartoons you know there's always a story there's always a moral yeah. it's about you know can you help someone out you need to help them out and it's not just you know pictures on a screen there's always yeah a hey, lesson that kind of there, shit so. that kind of shit started for me with um he man of the masters of the universe that always had a moral at the end that's right well, yeah it's huge you gotta that. listen to orko you gotta, you gotta <laughs> listen to orko there's, there's always there was always some sort of uh lesson there in in each of them which was it's missing from today's today's stuff. So Having grown I'm up, I'm not sure what the lesson was I took out of the killing joke. Oh, it's just <laughs> you know everyone's got a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I like the aspect of sort of humanising him a bit. You know that he just had one bad day and he went nuts, but also that not everyone reacts like that. Um, when if you grew up watching Adam West Batman, what were your thoughts on '89 Batman? I've just I look, look honestly it's one of those things where you just go well that's awesome you're going to watch it no matter mm. what um, even you know to the point where we go oh, Ben Affleck's the new Batman and even as much as you know there's a lot of hate for Ben Affleck he's still you know, he's still awesome well, at it. Like, yes. he, I, I love, think he pulled it off to be honest I love that you said you know you were put off watching 
it at the cinemas because the, the new Dawn of Justice movie because someone had said you know well, enough people had said it wasn't great you watched the yeah. extended cut and went yeah it's great I, could, I couldn't yeah, fault I, it I could watch it again because watching the extended cut it made to me it made sense there was an uh, most of the most of the reviews that I got from other people were that it was disjointed. It didn't. There was no flow on it. It was very hard to follow. Yeah. That sort of thing. But then when you watch the extended cut, it's over three hours. <laughs> it, I didn't have any dramas at all. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but the, I think the thing that's going to be weird for me when I do is not seeing Grant Gustin as the Flash. Because isn't like is it, is it what's his name? The uh, dude that plays the I'm not Flash sure of his name because he's only in it for a brief. But like that's going to be strange because like big fan of the You'll Flash be right. TV series. You'll be right. You'll... I'll get over it. I'm yeah. sure. But like it, it is going to be strange though, uh, because like Batman, I'm keen no matter what because there's been so many incarnations that you're sort of familiar with. Yeah. And you just roll with it. But it's I think like the Flash TV series, it's like made him, I don't know, like really human. He's pretty good. Yeah. So many different incarnations of all these different characters. Anyway, yeah, that's kind of the point. Um, yeah. I kind of like I don't. I walk in now to a movie or watch a movie or a TV show, and I, it's best to have no expectation, not compare it to the comic, especially yeah. with uh, if they bring it up to speed to today's. You know, like when Superman and Batman were first brought into this world. There weren't mobile phones. This mm. technology didn't mm. exist. It was just, you know, he had a magnifying glass and some fingerprint dust. Yeah. You know, now it's all these cryptographic scanners and this this sort of thing. So, you know, like they've, they're doing really well, in my opinion, to just go, right, we've got to revamp it to... Well, I guess you've got to keep going with the next so. generation to keep it alive. Otherwise, it just would die out I guess what I loved about the tech in the killing joke though was as well like the um, secure line call both on her end and his end it looked kind of early analogy. it didn't look yeah. you know too high tech and too digital so it still it crossed that line really well yeah it, I guess it had retro elements in the, the way that um, they sort of drew that movie like yeah. it sort of paid homage I guess to the era in which it came out yeah yeah yeah, it had, oh, had a bit of a feel with like, um, the Mask of the Phantasm mm. to it. So. Great flick and great TV series, that um, early 90s Batman animated. Was, oh, there was a bit of a... man, that was good. Looks like maybe we shouldn't talk about... Or actually probably in better company to talk about like 90s cartoon comic series than last time. That's <laughs> true. We did, we did Marvel with someone who was even younger than us and it and was sort of then like... We, then we were like, whoa, oh, now my we God. feel old. 90s, she, you know, never really heard of the 90s X-Men cartoon show. Okay. And, you know, I don't know that, if I could that to actually me. have a conversation. <laughs> it's like, where are we going with this? But even like, I, my favourite, my favourite out of those ones was, it's probably Wolverine and the X-Men. Mm. Um, it's probably going Which came more, after? It's it? much after, yeah. so. Uh, I think that, that was much more fun to watch. Yeah, that's yeah. My, that's my opinion on that one, but, um, yeah. See, showing my age, um, being younger again, when uh, when Batman and Robin came out, it kind of felt like you know, obviously it was panned because it was campy and that, but it was I don't know, it was still good for kids. It was still good for a younger audience, but at the same time, it felt oh, like it's, it's, it it's great Batman. for a younger audience. Yeah. Like, that's what my my I think my my son grew up on that one. Yeah. yeah since he was about three. Because it's super watchable. And he's eight now, and I don't know how many times we've watched it, and it's yeah. one of the ones that he always loves to go back to because it's very colourful, it's vibrant. Yeah. The acting's over the top. 
you know. Some even really bad slash good puns. <laughs> but people acted like it killed Batman, like that was it. It was just over the top, it was done, it was... I'm like, no, because it's... There's so many different incarnations of it that you can't really kill it with one bad movie. No, Not that can't. it was bad. You, you can't. You can't. I don't think you'll ever be able. To, I don't think they'll ever be able to kill the Batman, mm. no matter how bad it is. You will still watch it, even when you look at all the hype that Ben <laughs> Affleck copped about how much of a bad movie it's going to be because he's the Batman. How can he do Bruce Wayne? Yeah. All the rest of it. Yeah. But you know, when you look at the Dark Knight era, yeah, he pulled it off. Oh, and man. you know it's and even that like even though there was all that hype, people still went and watched it. Yeah. So that's yeah, the thing. And two, whilst the bad reviews were piling up, they were people still were still going and handing over their cash. Because two so. hours of Batman is better than no Batman at all, no matter how bad good a well, Batman movie is. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Agree. You take it. You can take just about any superhero. I mean, like even I'd even I'd, I'd even go. I'd love to see a two-hour movie of the Tick. <laughs> it's a new you TV could, series. You could do that. You God, could totally do that. So, oh look, uh, into Johnny Bravo. So, it's just fun and funny. Yeah, it, it depends how serious you want to take it. You know, like people took Nolan's trilogy very, very, very seriously. But I guess to a lot of people, that was like the Batman part of that was sort of a, I don't know, like a side part to that movie. Yeah, and it was more yeah. like this big thematic thing about, you know, someone trying to find justice and try and work through their own problems and come out of it on the other end yeah yeah and I think people related to that and then they're like oh and it just happened to be a sweet movie with Batman in it <laughs> so yeah people got it for different reasons I think and Ledger's Joker as well was you know though way more serious than Nicholson's intense was really good and the effects in the second movie are amazing as well it's been a while since I've gone back and watched those movies I've sort of binged for a couple of years on them and now I've just left him because I know it's going to be there and I'm going to come back to it and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, I've got an eight-year-old man and we just... It's a, <laughs> just it's a fixture. I can, look, I can look over at the screen and there's some sort of... There's Batman or there's Superman. You know, there's one thing... One of the Supermans I can't uh, bring myself to watch probably ever again is Superman Returns. I don't know why. It's not... It's because it's a bit slow. Oh, I don't but know. What happens in it? No. It was just... Yeah, I guess it's boring. Like, it was... I was expecting more with it, so yeah. But Man of Steel, I, th- I you know, I, I enjoyed that. So yeah, that was with current Superman guy, right? Yeah. That was what Dawn of Justice was a sequel to. It was like they kind of doubled down, though. It was like not enough violence in the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> you want violence? I'll give you violence. <laughs> well, DC, DC, that's where DC went. They're, they've always been a little bit darker and. Yeah, had that sort of thing. So, well, you um, you handed me um, Dark Knight Returns two part um, animated show the other day, and at the end of the second part, where the Joker is in that carnival ride and he breaks his own neck at the end of the like because he's already partly broken, um, and Batman, you know, pretty much blows everyone up and gets out of there, and it's pretty dark. It is a it's a very dark series that Man. one. To, and Batman gets to that stage where um, he gets like he just doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Like he all, you know, it's one of those things where it's oh, um, he's probably just going to become another murderer. So sure. I want you to yeah. know that I beat you. It comes comes back. To, I, I think he, it's it's become more of the 
it becomes more of, I guess, more of an anti-hero, more like the Punisher mm. by that stage in his life, you know, like, um, you know, he's always looking into that dark abyss and it's like, you can only look at it for so long before you fall into yeah. it and yes, that's where it comes into that side. Cross oh, yeah. the line. Yeah. I think they did the uh, Batman funeral scene a little better than Dawn of Justice, though, in that animated version. It was really good. Yeah. I really liked that. Also, you know, he's an old guy who's super badass and super ripped still as well. Massive guy. Did you ever watch that um, Batman Beyond series? Batman Beyond. It's like... I don't think I did. Set in, like, I guess the same universe as the early 90s Batman TV show. Yeah. But it's like... I think set actually probably around now but you know how in the 90s it, when it was like going to be 2016 yeah, yeah. it was going to be heaps space age future-esque um, but it's like Bruce is old and he's training like a younger Batman okay no but yeah, he, but he's still heaps buff to your point yeah yeah oh look speaking of like what they thought the future was going to be like that's the only thing I have a problem with in Batman and Robin the fact that Gotham City is this huge sculpturous <laughs> thing and they're like driving and flying over the arms of these massive big sculptures in the middle of the city acting as buildings and there seemed to be no no bottom to it where I went to primary school um, in the quadrangle like above it they had um, like all like murals and stuff yeah and there was this one that was like the year 2000 and they had like these robots and shit running around and as a kid I used to be like oh I can't wait for the year 2000 and then I got to the year 2000 I was like man there's none of this stuff we got sold we got sold a raw deal oh it's probably not too far away now guys well you can Uh, buy drones at JB Hi-Fi so I guess I guess we're there (laughs) um did you ever watch um Batman Brave and the Bolts um, a couple of episodes, but um, no, it was like definitely paid more like to the Adam West style stuff. Yeah, it was super, super comic-y, a little campy. Um, Aquaman's a total a-hole. It's great. He's uh, Zach. <laughs> he he is, He's this. He's this giant, over-the-top, egotistical kind of murking like type a, of Aquaman. Like a king of the ocean kind yeah. of deal. Like I could control everything yeah. under the sea yeah. attitude would well, probably bring. Probably bring, yeah, but I don't know. There just seems to be a general attitude of Batman. Oh, Aquaman. <laughs> but um, I like it. It's, it's really good. And it, Zach really loves it, my nephew. And, you know, it, it just appeals to less serious, more campy side of Batman. But also done really well. Okay, so... Batman 1989 was the first one for you. Oh, yeah. So when you did see, like, the Batman and Robin, Batman Forever the first time, did you really think this is a different universe or this is a continuation? And how did we get from, like, Batman Returns to yeah, Batman I think Forever? Yeah, I, I think I did just because even though Batman Returns was very over the top and you had... Danny DeVito Penguin and you had Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman but it it was still over the top but still kind of dark though you know you had Batman Forever with Jim Carrey and it's hard to take Jim Carrey seriously even as like that was probably peak Jim Carrey yeah Yeah, I agree it was was definitely peak Jim Carrey (laughs) peak Jim Carrey Um, and just the the, the sets and everything and Two-Face with his with his um, ladies on either side, and it was just like it was—it was good, but it was taken out of that universe into a different one. Tommy Lee Jones is pretty decent as Two Face. Yeah, yeah, I actually don't mind Batman Forever, Batman Robin, 
Like, I get why kids would like it, but mm. I don't think there's a lot of repay, replay value outside of that. Well, that's it. Like, we're, we're, out of all of them, we we'll, we would watch, well, besides the Dark the Dark Knight series, the the new one, newer ones, um, my son loves Batman and Robin. Yeah. That's the one that he yeah. wants to watch, you know? Like, um, we won't, we don't ever go back really any further than that. You know, Batman Forever, it's not really... He's not really into it. Trying he hasn't to, yeah. seen the 66 Batman movie. We've, we've, <laughs> we've, we've gone through quite a lot. The ones that I've been trying to get are the, the, you know, the 1970s Spider-Man or the 1980s Spider-Man and Captain America yeah, and Red Skull ones. Yeah. Like, the ones that were just absolutely shocking, you know. Yeah. But, you know, look, hey, it's history. You know, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a stepping stone. Mm. So, you know, without these guys, without these these people trying to yeah let's give it to them on the on the screen so that can bring these characters to life mm. you know it was probably n- never going to happen that well until cgi came into it because yeah you know to try how do you get you know actually light someone up on fire like the human torch and yeah. make it look real and awesome it had to you look it had to look believable to work well, i guess it's about keeping it in the public consciousness like at a consistent level and there's going to be peaks and troughs but there's got to be something there which is why I think why Batman worked on screen so well so early because you know there's nothing too CGI you needed for the absolute base of the story you know although like a lot of those cartoons would have had like especially in the 70s and 80s there were like rules weren't there like on what cartoons had to contain like I think that's why a lot of them had those educational messages I think it served a purpose like it's it's one of those things that might have been done for the wrong reasons out of fear but it's kind of not a bad thing for kids to have like it's like yeah I don't think watching a violent cartoon turns you into a bad person I don't think it's as simple as that but but teaching kids lessons can't on the other hand can't be a bad thing so let's meet in the middle somewhere Speaking of meeting in the middle, that's why I think Burton's works well because it's comical, it's dark. I think that's for me, pick that man. Can't imagine what people would have been thinking about Keaton being chose at yeah. that time. Like surely that well, was like as surely, surely that was as controversial as um, Ben Affleck though, because he'd mainly done like, like um, comedies like up to that point, yeah. right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. I oh, know. Well, you know, social media now obviously gives so many more people a voice so every arsehole has a voice and every arsehole has a podcast well, that's please the, listen to it <laughs> please listen to it but that's the whole that's the whole Ghostbusters thing as well you know it was panned before anyone had even seen anything because people dared to put four women in a movie as the leads oh how, how dare they oh, I have no issue with that no of course why I would just, you I think some people just like to hate and unfortunately they now have like a soapbox to stand on but that's loud. That's the thing. <laughs> that a, was overwhelmingly all the assholes turned out in turned out in numbers to pan that. But why? Uh, people complain about stupid as shit. It's like yeah. before the Force Awakens came out, there was like that big thing about there can't be a black stormtrooper. Yeah. Why is there a black stormtrooper? I'm going to boycott the movie. It's like. Well, boycott it. I'm pretty sure Star Wars doesn't need your money. Also, so that's <laughs> I'm pretty sure this movie's going to be massive regardless of if you boycott it. This says way more about you yourself than it does about the movie. Exactly. It's awful. I've been playing a lot of the Arkham series lately. Oh, how good. How and, good. you know, like it's just, it's such a different spin on mm. Batman again. And, you know, like being able to con- you know, be Batman is pretty cool. Uh, especially with Arkham Knight where you can 
control a Batmobile yeah. like you can and there's just so many different things that you yeah. can do with it like the game is fantastic that way it's so. almost like you're just playing a movie though like that's the height it's, that it's at like you do really feel like you're doing that yeah it's I've, so I've just been I've, that's something that I've been you know trying to I guess you know every chance like, you know, like to play my gamer or like, like yeah, playing yeah. games and um, yeah like it's one that I've been getting back into lately because I started it got yeah. to about 5% and then you know obviously, you know, with a small business of running an ice cream shop um, it, things get in the way so mm. but you know every chance I get now back to it so oh, man, maybe you're giving me inspiration because yeah I got I got a bit further than 5% but uh and, um, but yeah, I gave up probably six months ago on Arkham Knight. Maybe I should uh, go back to it. it was, yeah, it, it was a fun uh, couple of months when I was playing it, though. Mm. Yeah. Although it was like um, prime time when my son was still quite young. Yeah, that's and he true. was still sleeping most of the time, so I'd just have him cuddling him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, catching bad guys. That's what it was like for me with Modern Warfare, with Call of Duty Four online. Yeah, that's probably. That took away a lot of my life, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've never ever played um, like World of Warcraft because mm. I was like, this seems like if I get into this, You're it could like, be all over. <laughs> I fall down the rabbit hole. It's like I'm bad enough with Diablo, and at least that has an <laughs> ending. And it's yeah. I've actually played a fair bit of the Lego Batman video games with my nephew Zach, and while it's it's pretty simple, it's still pretty cool. It's entry level Batman. Well, they, Lego Batman's going to have his own movie too soon. I saw the trailer so. for that. It's Will Arnett as well from Arrested oh, Development. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah. He's Batman in the Lego movie as well. And I still haven't seen the Lego he's movie. Sort of, he's sort of played as a bit of an a-hole Batman. He's really... He's like arrogant. Arrogant. And like Will Arnett. Sort of like yeah, just basically when Will Does Arnett plays you? Will Arnett. Yeah. It's like, like Will Arnett in yeah. Arrested Development, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much like what the, the movie is going to be like as well. Did you see those um, pictures of Nick Cage as Superman? Mm-hmm. Have they you were pretty good. Oh, I did not. Oh, man, you need to see... Um, you need to check it out. The <laughs> movie The Death of Superman Lives. And uh, it was, it, it's essentially about Tim Burton after Batman Returns. I don't know if I want to. Oh, oh it's really good. Tim Burton after Batman Returns was going to make a what Superman What were you saying movie. about different incarnations? No, no, like, a dark and gritty Superman movie. And he had Nick Cage in mind from the beginning and they went through all the screen tests and all the suit tests. And there's footage and, and uh, photos of him in this tight body molded suit with long black curly hair, very much like like a like oh, a, so I, 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 Teddy Vetter. I only see I see Nick Cage in Connor with a Superman <laughs> suit. That's all. It's pretty that's, much what it's it is. mostly like that. You know, it's mostly it's, like that. It just doesn't really. I just can't see that working. And it didn't work, and that's why it never became a thing. It went in development hell. They got Kevin Smith to write it up, write it a couple of times. And you're right though. Nick Cage is like. Go straight to Con Air or Face Off. They're the, the two things that I think in of. the box. Earlier, you mentioned that one of the reasons why you like Batman is because of the martial arts. Do you think the detective part is like does that attract you as well, or is it more the physical discipline? It is all the same. You know, like even just making ice cream. I went through two years of many, many fails before I got to the recipes and formulas that I have now. Mm. Um, and just have that focus and 
discipline to do that. I got that from dancing and martial arts. So I was a ballet mm. dancer for 17 years. And in that time, I was also doing martial arts. Um, and having that, that mindset, just you got to keep on working and working and working at it until you get it right. That's what appeals to me with, with Batman is that he has that tenacity, that, you know, that drive just to keep on doing it until it's yeah. perfect. And you, even like even with, his, with the martial arts side of things, it's that will, that comes, comes with it. It's a different mindset. So, like, you know, don't that, just get that from any sport or, well, you don't get it from any sport, in my opinion. Yeah. Mine, Batman, I don't know why I loved it. It just appealed to me. It was nothing as deep as that externally well, that, I could, that I could convey. It was just... Just always there. Just always there. See, he's, he's, just, he's cool. Like, he is cool. <laughs> it Even doesn't... Just, in, in any way, you, it is. Like, I mean, sometimes I don't... Sometimes I don't don't get the um, the dressing up like a bat because to me bats aren't really scary but you mm. know I cannot I can understand that it's more about the ideal because you yeah. can't kill an ideal yeah. as much as you can kill a man so you know like even if he's it's like a phantom you know the, the, yeah it's how many phantoms have there have there been in that in only that Billy lifetime, Zane you know? <laughs> so, poor Billy Zane. Oh, actually, when we talk about killing a killing a character and with a one movie, that yeah. might that might actually be it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, Green Lantern's got to come pretty close. Oh, I don't know. The Green Lantern's got, that's a hard one to kill too. You know. Yeah. So, well, I did notice one of the things um, at the end of the movie that there was a call out to Bill Finger um, in the credits, like it was you know B- Bob Kane and. Bill Finger, yeah, which is like I'm not sure if you guys know. Well, apparently Bill Finger wrote and drew Batman originally with Bob Kane, but Bob Kane kind of got all the credit for a number of years, and it's only sort of been in the last I don't know five years or so that people have found out who Bill Finger was and mm. how he contributed to Batman. Um, so that's a nice little nod that DC are doing now. Yeah, right. That's nice. He's passed, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, but yeah, like his family's probably receiving. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're receiving any money, but like. That's super nice, though. But yeah, like apparently there was like this big lobby uh, for a number of years to to try and get his name sort of put in and yeah make sure that people knew that he was involved in the creative process. Mm. So that was nice to see. Nice yeah. little tip of the hat at the end. Absolutely. I'm just looking forward to when my son's old enough to watch this stuff so I can just indoctrinate him as well. Because mm. he's only like one at the moment. So, so you should start now, mate. Just, <laughs> just a, it's a clockwork orange. Just, yeah, you just, you just put it on and let him go. Just have a, a mobile of bats. The only thing room. that he likes watching on TV is The Wiggles or like David Attenborough like documentaries and That's stuff. That's specific. Animals, I guess. Well, mainly just because, like, we put it on. But he likes... It's all colourful and this thing, so yeah, he's that. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to, like, put on Star Wars Clone Wars or... He doesn't really seem to be that interested. No. That's okay. you got time. Got oh, yes. Time. Yeah, the Force is strong in him. <laughs> I remember we, we watched a lot of Avatar when my, when my man was much younger. Mm. Like, he's... I think... I don't know, probably about six months of Avatar every afternoon. <laughs> I quite liked, you know, the little short that was played, the little extra that was played before the movie today uh, about Hamill, and it started off with a picture of him and Lucas, and I was like, what, where are we going with this? I actually quite liked that, that little yeah. sort of yeah. feature it before. Yeah, it, was like, it was a nice way to sort of set the scene. But because I wasn't we're not expecting gonna, like, it, I thought it was almost some weird... I think it was also to help 
show people that um, what they're about to start watching with the killing joke. Yeah. Like, so we're about to breach some of these lines and <laughs> blow the door wide open with the jokers you know personality they, they just, they just missing the fasten your seatbelts and yeah. strap yourself in we're going to so, take you on a ride I think, that's, I think that's what that one was for the, yeah. you know it's it, like it was, and I think Mark Mark Hamill's words were actually you know we were actually we're just to go they were light years we're light years apart to go from that joker mm. to this joker mm. you know this one shows just how insane and unpredictable he is mm. you know to give you that forewarning that hey you're about to watch some some pretty messed up shit right here. It's nice to see how much he really seems to love playing that character as well, though. That's really cool. Well, like, I guess it'd be fun, like, doing stuff on a kid's show as well, and, like, especially playing a character where you knew that you could get away with, yeah, like, some crazy shit. But also that he, like, he auditioned for it and really wanted to be a part of it before he even got into it, you know? Favourite Batman scene out of any movie or TV show... Is probably a good place to end. That's unless you so specific. Else. No, it's not, because I've got one that's in my head right now. Oh, really? What? Yeah. The bomb scene in the Adam West Batman on the wharf, running around trying to get rid of the bomb, <laughs> and it's like, run down oh, one alley. Oh, no, can't put it there. What's the, run the, down another one. There's the like nuns walking past. Pow and boom and pow. So I picture with that. I, yeah. I, I think it says a lot yeah. about my personality that that's the Batman that I prefer. <laughs> that's good. That's nice. Favourite is too strong a word, but I always remember the art gallery scene with Nicholson in the 1989 one. The print scene. Oh, yeah, where he, where he, uh, he's got the boombox and he puts on prints and he goes and defaces the art gallery. I like that. And the accompanying You prints. have been known to put on the bat dance at a party or two. Yeah. I, I love the oh, accompanying yeah, Prince yeah. Bat yeah, I can see that. You can see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, that's, that's one of the things. I think, like, around the time... Actually, no, it would have been before I even saw the movie, uh, because I was, you know, I must have been under five, um, and I was at a two-door-down-next-door neighbour's house on the night of my pop's funeral and wake, because I was too young to go, and this kid that I was staying with... I think Justin, they had the, the Batman film soundtrack with Bat Dance, and you know how Bat Dance starts with the Joker and like a little bit of monologue in the track before and a laugh? Um, I think he switched off all the lights and put that on it, scared the shit out of me. It's like burnt into my memory. Fair enough. I'm really delving <laughs> here. I'm really delving here. You're bearing your soul. Oh, well, you created me. That's um, true. I didn't push you in any acid, though. <laughs> <laughs> pointy, where can people find Splitting Cases things? Uh, just head to splittingcases.com and uh, follow us on the Facebook and the Twitter would be lovely. Lyndon, where, where can people find Talby's? Talby's, 17 Beaumont Street, Islington. And you can get ice cream and you can get waffles and it's my favourite thing that there's new ice cream all the time and ice cream flavours that I would have never expected. Sorry, I'm just gushing about your store now. Yeah, fair enough. Including, we'll strangely enough, he um, gave me olive oil ice cream to try the other day and I ended up getting a huge scoop of it and it was so Moorish. I didn't think it was going to work, but it really worked. Yes. I'm pretty good at what he I'm doing. He knows what he's doing. Please.